Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hour two of the game, the game after work. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, and Owen Burke. Got actually two chances to win some tickets in this hour. <gasps> Next segment will be uh, starting at roughly 525. I'm giving away two more tickets to K-State Hoops hosting BYU on Saturday. We'll play another round of KSU or BYU, so make sure you have your phones ready to call in. you got to be the first caller to get the uh, chance to be the contestant uh, for KSU or BYU. Meanwhile, I'm still seeing uh, these various accounts from On3. I think it's pretty much just On3 accounts. They keep tweeting out all the individual players that are in the game, as in agreeing to the NIL opportunity to be featured in college football 2025 for EA Sports, the college football video game. Quinn Ewers just did it about an hour ago. Haven't seen any cats yet. Come I'm on. sure Avery Johnson will be there shortly and a rating of 99. Uh-huh. Do, do we know is Arch Manning in if Quinn Ewers in? I'm sure we'll see a tweet of it. <laughs> when are we going to see him, by the way? I'm ready I'm ready for the Arch Manning experience. And, and, and how does the transfer portal work in this new game? I'm just curious. I'm sure every dynasty out there is going to be gunning for him. Uh, yeah. Yep. Also, uh, guys, I'm feeling the love out there. Thanks for the uh, support on Twitter of those that have been <laughs> tweeting out to EA Sports as to why I'm not the PA announcer for NCAA Football 2025. NCAA Football 25. It he, starts he, like this. He, he would just appreciate Appreciated if you didn't keep tweeting him about things in your bio. <laughs> yeah, DJ's getting some interesting comments God. from. Uh, I think they're bots. I'm not quite sure. Oh yeah, no, they're oh yeah, they're friend. bots. Uh, that's I know. my I'm... friend Rachel O seven three three six eight two nine four. Yeah, she's a friend of mine. Went to high school with her. Oh yeah, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah. 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 heard she just had another kid. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. doing great. <laughs> We're going to Farm Bureau. It's going great, Elon. <laughs> going beautifully. I did see another tweet from On3. There's a couple different voices <laughs> that got announced. We talked about Herb Street, Chris Fowler, David Polak, Jesse Palmer, and Kevin Connors. So it seems like, depending on the day of the week or where you're playing at, you might Why different... would Pollock be in it? Good He's, day, man. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Whoa. I'm reading. I'm reading news articles. Dude, right? that would be really uh, unless he's doing Liberty games. I mean, honestly, it, it... <laughs> that would be a really cool touch. Like if you started out a dynasty on like like a small school, and so your announcers weren't. Yeah, you're not getting Herb Street. Yeah, not getting Herb Street for an FCS game. Oh What's my going on here? god, that would be man. That's cool. Honestly, I thought what would be really cool is so we could maybe split it with ESPN and Fox. And, you know, if you're doing well, you could play either on the game day game or you get Big Noon. You know, you got Gus and Joel. That would be sick. As your play by play, you know. And then, like, even further, you get CW. You get get Tim Hasselbeck and uh, Rodney Jenkins. You know, that'd be awesome, dude. That's not who's really on the CW. Oh, I don't it? even know. Yeah, I was gonna say who, <laughs> who does know. It's yeah. whoever plays the the Green Arrow. 
It's him <laughs> and Tim Hasselbeck. You <laughs> <laughs> said it with so much confidence. I didn't question it. I was like, oh, it's Tim Hasselbeck. <laughs> Those guys, they do a bang-up job. That's oh, so funny. yikes. Oh, uh, so once again, uh, the other tickets that we're going to give away, I'm I'm leaving after the second uh, segment what? to head out to Wamigo. He oh, thinks yeah, he's important. Wamigo okay. hoops going on tonight. Double header against Fine. Concordia. Um, but the Troy and the boys will be giving away four tickets to Friday's home opener for K-State baseball hosting the Crusaders of Holy Cross. If you need an excuse... To get off work early tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. A family win four these, pack. Yeah, win these tickets. Absolutely. It's going to be a beautiful day, by the way. What? Give us a weather update. What's uh, the weather Friday afternoon? First Friday, pitch, 3 o'clock. Friday afternoon. Friday is tomorrow. Friday is tomorrow. Uh, you know, what do you want, an hour by hour here? Hold uh, on. Just give yeah. us the high. The high uh, Friday, sunny with a high near 63. Could see some wind gusts as high as 30 miles an hour. Well, it so. is Toy and Family Stadium. Yeah, throw a windbreaker on. Go out there. Sit just behind the foul pole. I'm sure Win, you'll catch quite a few. Wind, wind's out of where? Uh, winds, um, you know, uh, with the northwest wind, 5 to 10 miles and then up to 30 miles an hour. Okay, so it's going to be a crossing wind. Crossing we're talking, wind. We're talking foul, full, foul pole to foul pole. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a, No, that's not right. Oh, yes, it is. But it's going from left to right. There Park we go. away from the stadium. Unless you want a shattered windshield. That's right. Well, I, I think everybody will be fine. Uh, if you park in the... Uh, the area that's between Toyton and Boozer, you may luckily there's some trees to hopefully break the baseball's fall. Yeah, if uh, you, you park betwixt there, you're if in you, trouble. If you walk by the stadium around 3 p.m., you're in look trouble, up. boy. So baseball will have a three-game series. By the way, the Sunday game that has actually uh, that time has been changed for first pitch. It's been moved up an hour to 11 a.m. to accommodate Holy Cross trying to get home on time and catch a flight. Uh, I mean, I figured it was going to be a run rule anyway. They'd get out of here at a good time, but whatever. Going to get a little bit earlier. So uh, 11 a.m. for Sunday's first pitch. Now, sat- hold on just a second. Uh, Saturday, K-State Hoops hosting BYU. We do not have a show tomorrow because of K-State base- baseball being on air. Mm-hmm. So and they have first pitch at 3 o'clock. So we have to move Mitch Palm up a day. We're going to be a little bit different. But let's go ahead and hit it, Owen. Here's Mitch Ball with tonight's prediction. Tomorrow's. (laughs) Or two days early. Uh, All right, so K-State's lost seven of their last eight. They're 15 and 11, 5 and 7 in the Big 12. Number 25 BYU in town, 19 and 7. Seven and six in Big 12 play. They've only won twice on the road. K-State with three losses at home this year. First meeting went to BYU, 72-66. You know, K-State's issue in that game, it was, you know, they were deadlocked 10 minutes in, and then K-State just kept falling behind. It was, you know, for every two plays BYU would make, K-State would make a half a play Mm -hmm. or one. And then BYU just playing a better game almost throughout the contest was able to build a 17-point lead, a valiant effort for K-State. They played like four minutes of really good basketball. But it was too little too late. We've seen too much of too little too late in seven of these last eight games. Uh, you know, Just one of them has K-State not been in it in the second half. 
you know, I'm going to kind of make this short and sweet. I got to I got to switch things up a little bit. I'll tell you more about that here in just a second. But, you know, more on that first game between the Cats and Cougs, the Fighting Mormons, uh, K-State did shoot 43%, but they were kind of chilly from three-point range, just 26%. Tyler Perry was one of nine. Uh, Arthur Kaluma and Cam Carter were both in double figures, and I thought uh, David Gasson had himself a nice game with nine points and seven rebounds. But here's, I mean, obviously, there's so many keys for K-State. Really, if I were to simplify it, K-State just ha- they need to play better offensively. I think it's as simple as that. Just need to be better shooters. You need more scores. K-State needs more dudes on the offensive side. That's the key. If K-State should just hit more shots and have a few more guys step up and score the basketball, Cam Carter take care of the basketball, get TP going and hitting some threes, Cats should be fine. Mm -hmm. But it just hasn't been that way for a while. It's been tough sledding in Big 12 play. Cats are lacking some dudes. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's simple at BYU as well. They shoot a ton of threes. They shoot a lot. 32 and a half a game. That's third in the nation. They're 33% from three-point range in Big 12 play. That that is middle of the pack, and that's what helped BYU get to a 17-point lead against K-State, where they did struggle with the three in the first half. They started crushing them in the second half, going 50% from three-point range. So K-State needs to survive that what could be an onslaught. Got to survive and limit BYU in their three-point shooting. Contest a little bit. That's why K-State's been doing a decent job of this year. K-State's a good defensive team. Mm -hmm. They just don't have enough offense to back it up. So here's how I'm switching things up. Because like K-State, Mitch Palm is also on a bit of a losing streak. So it's not a wholesale change, but I got to change up the game plan a little bit. So I'm bringing back famous alumni. Oh, 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 oh. oh this right. will be entertaining. Yeah, this is going to be good. It It's what works. The algorithm of Mitch Palm is typically famous alumni in the non-con but I gotta bring it back to get a better, yeah, get a better estimate, get a better guess on what's gonna take place Saturday in front of Bramlage Coliseum. So, your first famous alumni of BYU, John Heater. Oh, what an idiot! Oh, oh, Blades of Glory, Napoleon Dynamite yes. fame. He went to BYU. He's best known for being Napoleon. Di- he's a he's a diehard Mormon. Wow. He, he did his mission trip. I think, do they call them mission trips? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Tokyo, Japan. And he can speak fluent Japanese. You think you know a guy, you know? <laughs> Wasn't that movie made by somebody from Manhattan? Jared Hess? Yeah, he's from Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. What was his role? What did he do? I, I think he's just a director. Um, I'm just, I'm always like, John Hedder, he got to go to Tokyo. And there's Mormon guys and gals that get sent to Manhattan. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to Munich, Germany. What about you, Tokyo? What about you? I'm going to Ellsworth, Kansas. Ah. I mean, they there's some that, and apparently, I, during my research today of like preparing for KSU versus 
BYU, I ran into a lot of videos on YouTube to try to gain information. Uh-oh. And I ran into a video of this guy starts asking these girls, you know, for a BYU guy, what mission trip is hot? And they're like, oh, guys that go to Brazil and El Salvador and Nicaragua and... I don't know where, like, like South America, yeah, Central yeah. America, like those, like kind of rough places, Venezuela, like, yeah, guys that go there, they seem tough, and they also get a tan. Ooh, and it's like you could go down there, and they'll be like, you know, the like Colombian drug lords will be like, ah, he's a Mormon, leave him alone. You know, <laughs> you yeah. can just walk around, and no one's gonna mess with you. Talk about getting a tan. You saying there's not a large tanning community <laughs> <laughs> at the BYU students? Yeah, Mitch, what are you? Crazy? It's a big thing in the Mormon community. <laughs> they wear like they're, they're always pantsed up and they true. Are, they, no yeah, shorts. That's true. <laughs> that, 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 shorts, no shorts only in the tanning booth. That's right. And then they're like, even then they're like, uh, uh. Oh, wow. Uh, our next famous alumni for BYU is Elizabeth Smart. So she is oh. now a child safety activist, and she's on ABC News once in a while. But she gained national attention when she was 14 years old when she was abducted from her home in Salt Lake City by Brian David Mitchell and his wife, Wanda Barzi. They held her captive for nine months until she was rescued by police officers on the street of Sandy, Utah. Wow. I think she's like the most famous child abducted in U.S. history. For sure. Just because that was such a huge story. It was a massive story. And then finally, the last famous alumni for BYU, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. <laughs> played football at BYU for three seasons, 1978 through 1980 on the old O-line. Nice. And that video of him in the pump pass and kick well, competition. That's definitely the most known thing of his playing. Yeah, that, Any sort of suiting up and doing something football related is pump pass and kick. Yeah, Never gets old. That's amazing. One of the things that I have always laughed about is the lineage of coaches that are in the NFL that spent time at either Northern Arizona or at Idaho State. Big Red was at Northern Arizona. Wow. They dug out that photo a couple of weeks back. Well, that I, was funny. The pump passing kick photo is oh, yeah. one of the funniest things ever because he's like, what, 12? Yeah, he's a Or 13, and he's... Six foot, 270 pounds. Dude. Just a huge kid. God, that was funny. All right, so famous alumni done. I have, uh, I've, I've punched the numbers. I've done the calculations. I've mixed the potions. Took a sip myself to take the edge off. Oh, boy. Ken Palm says 37% chance cats win at home against BYU. 73-70. However, I have so much of a problem with just the university, BYU, Brigham yeah. Young University. By the way, uh, I mentioned the facial hair thing earlier. Yes. You know who had the biggest beard in the world? Brigham Young. <laughs> BYU men are allowed to have beards on campus. Brigham Young had the bushiest beard. <laughs> Dif- different era, my man. Different era. I'm just saying. I yeah, mean, the guy I mean, that got on. them to Salt Lake City... Yeah, took over for Joseph Smith, I think, in Illinois or whatever, and yeah. got kicked out of four places and had to settle in the Salt Lake City area, you know, what is now Salt Lake City. I mean, I think they'd be okay with a beard. Brigham Young did have a beard. Let him have a beard, man. Come on. It's weird. Mitch Palm says 
over Mitch Palm's dead body, will he pick BYU yeah. to win a game ever against K-State? Yeah, baby. Cats win at home. Final score is 70-68. Cats win with a 54% chance. As long as Ali Khalifa doesn't get back out there and, you know, smoke us again, I'm good. That big dude. Golly, dude. This was like his first game back, and he's just a bully. They're like, hey, man. Shooter from wherever. He had 107, you know, what you call it, temperature, and he's out there throwing passes behind his back. I hate that guy. God. Let's have Road BYU show up. Let's go. All right. If you want to win tickets to Saturday's game, when we come back, we're playing our last round of KSU or BYU. Two tickets up for grabs for Saturday's game. That game, along with Troy's 6A state update, also other area teams at six at state for wrestling, his update is coming up next. You're listening to the game. The game continues on K-Man. Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale, David G, and Owen Burke. Any more reaction of uh, not being the uh, PA announcer for the new NCAA college football game? It's some guy from Army that's going to do it. And uh, AJ, who works here, retweeted what David G had to say and said, quote, I'm told it's because he doesn't say Willie's name correctly and then tagged Tim Fitzgerald in there, and uh, let, let's let's be real here. <laughs> According to uh, the official documents of Kansas State University, I I say Willie the Wildcat, and that's what it says. So actually, in two different spots, it's two it's Willie Wildcat and then Willie the Wildcat. So. Has has this show ever has this show ever gone through a, a tenser situation than when you and and, and Fitz went through your battle <laughs> earlier this season? It was a tense, and it was something that we it, we got through it, and it's like the tensions are lower, but we're still kind of battling. It's like a USA and Russia. You know what I mean? We're still like, okay, let's just not talk about, but let's get over it. And now AJ's just poking the bear. If it, if if we're considering just feuds yeah. of a host versus somebody not on the show, yeah, yeah. probably that's it. Yeah, probably it. You know, Definitely the largest in my time. Well, for sure. yeah. and every time it, you know, it's a basketball game. I say, please welcome your favorite mascot, Willie the Wildcat. I always take a look up at Fitz and kind of give him the old stare down. Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. no sells every time, uh-huh. but it's whatever. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. whatever. He knows I'm there because he made the video. You know, he made that video, called you out, and then we kind of settled it. You know, a little, some backdoor discussions. Some closed door discussions. We got it all squared away. Everything's fine. And then AJ opens his big Chicago mouth. His deep dish mouth. AJ's over here stirring the pot. Stirring the pot with his deep dish mouth. And here we go. Now it's all fired up again. I'm going to steal that deep dish mouth. Yeah. It's fantastic. Just, just get him started on the Bears and Justin Fields, and you'll never hear the end this of it. Guy. Start on Soldier Field, you'll really never hear yeah, the end Also wow. that, yes. All right, I feel like giving away some more tickets. It's now time to play another edition of KSU or BYU. If you want to go to the game, if you need two tickets to Saturday's game, now is the time to call. Do not waste time. You better have it ready to go because you're already running out of time. 785-537-1350. Again, 785-537-1350. We already got a caller. I see the, the button lighting up. Owen was ready to go. 
And we're going to get this color on here shortly to play KSU or BYU. Good time to remind everybody that BriggsAuto.com presents Passport to Cabo. We were giving away an all-expense-paid trip to Cabo San Lucas, eight days, seven nights, a two-bedroom beachfront condo at Villa La Valencia. Beautiful resort, plus a flight for two out of Manhattan Regional Airport. This week, get registered at Parker Hannafin on Hayes Drive here in Manhattan. Ten finalists will be drawn tomorrow from 11 a.m. to noon. So that's where you go to get registered, and it looks like we have our player. Uh, hold on just a second. Owen, our player is Larry from Manhattan. What's up, Larry? You ready to play? Uh, yeah, I never have, so I don't know what, to, what I'm doing here. Uh-oh. Well, you're like contestant, let's see, you're uh, contestant five all time. So, yeah, it's a very, it's a rarely, it's it's a new game. So, Larry, you get to be the next contestant on, and it, and it changes every game, right? It has to do with the opponent. So, it's KSU versus BYU. Larry, would you like me to explain the rules? Go ahead. All right, the rules are very simple. I got three questions ready to go for you. All you need to do is just get two of the three right. You get two of the three right, you're winning the two tickets to K-State against BYU by simply playing KSU or BYU. Simple enough, Larry? Yeah, true or false? (laughs) Well, it's it's, it's very simple. The the answer is either KSU or BYU. So you get a 50-50 chance. That's good. That's good. Larry, uh, before we play, real quick question. I always like to ask people this question. What was your first concert? Oh, uh, uh, Michael W. Smith. Ah. Different. Mm-hmm. Say, can you say that again? I didn't catch that quite clearly. Michael W. Smith. I don't think I know who that is. Michael W. Smith is Christian, uh, Christian artist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Red Rock. Oh my! Oh, see, that's on my bucket list to go check out Red Rocks one of these days there in uh, in Colorado. All right, here we go, Larry. Here comes your first question again. It's either KSU or BYU. Yeah. Here's your first question. All right. Which university was established first, KSU or BYU? Oh, I have to go to KSU. Deej, what do you think? I mean, come on. There's no way. Land Grant College. Yeah. Land Grant College. They were still making their way to BYU, I think. They were still making their (laughs) way to Utah back then. So, yeah, KSU. All right, Larry, the correct answer is KSU. Yeah, baby. KSU was established in 1863, BYU 1875. Uh So, K-State was ahead of BYU by 12 years. Wow. All right, I gotta uh, let's uh, let's do a geography question. A geography okay. question, Larry. Which university is furthest to the north? Oh boy! <laughs> and if you looked at a uh, if you looked at a map, it's actually very close. So, which university is furthest north? KSU or BYU? Well, I don't, you know, I have to go with uh, Utah. BYU. Going BYU. Now, Deej, you I, you turned your head right away, started looking up to the clouds as, to sell that you're thinking really hard. So thinking as hard as I can. Because, you know, the way the curvature of the earth, I'm going to say BYU as well. <laughs> I thought you were about to give me like a flat earth explanation or something. And latitude, longitude, Latitude, and longitude, line. I'm going with Larry. I'm going to say BYU is, is more northern. Larry has locked in BYU. The correct answer is... BYU. Wow. 
BYU is 40.2 degrees north. K-State is 39.0 degrees north. Yeah. So just a sliver of north. So it'd be like northern Riley County is where, you know. Is that how it works? That's 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 that close. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much a degree is in miles. So Well, why don't you guys crack a book, man? Hey, man. You got a computer in front of you? All right, Larry, you have officially won the tickets. You know, I do have a bonus question ready to go if you wanted to uh, to take a stab at this last question. All right, here we go. Right. Larry, which program in football – has never beaten KU. Is it KSU or BYU? Oh, well. <laughs> BYU. I mean, K-State's what, one, 15 straight? BYU all-time against KU, 0-2. Oh, they just actually lost, what was it, the Lasseter brothers against each other? That's um, right. In Lawrence. This past fall, and uh, BYU fell short to the Jayhawks. Uh, Larry, congratulations on winning the tickets. Have you been uh, to any games yet this year? Uh, Yeah, I've been to a couple. All right, well, you're going on Saturday, so congratulations on winning the tickets. Thank you for calling in, and Larry, enjoy the game. Okay, very good. All right, hang on. Yeah, hang on to the line. Owen's going to pick up here in just a second to take down your information. And, guys, Larry from Manhattan is our latest winner. So congratulations to Larry. Every time I hear the name Larry, I think of Impractical Jokers. You guys Uh ever watch that show? Uh Larry! You you guys don't know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Dude, that's funny. Maybe he is the Larry from the show. That's funny. All right, so I'm going to let Owen – I'm going to – Give Owen a little bit of time to get this, get Larry's information. Uh, But I want to remind everybody here in just a little bit. We're gonna take a break here in a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta head over to Wamigo, Troy, Deej, and um, and Owen again. I almost called him Larry. About to take over. (laughs) They're gonna give away four tickets to K State baseball against Holy Cross for Friday's game. So that's the home opener. Uh, Open up the home schedule. It's a week early this year. But the Cats taking on Holy Cross for a first of three. And th- uh, it's a 3 o'clock first pitch Friday. Uh, Saturday's at 4. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday at 11 a.m. Owen, oh, did you have something to say? Or are you just saying good. he's good, good to oh, go? No, I do love uh, the Larry from Impractical Jokers. It's yes. Fantastic. One of my buddies' nickname was it. And so anytime we're trying to get his attention in one of our group chats, we just send that gif. <laughs> running around screaming Larry. Larry! Yep. I'm out of basketball tickets. These guys giving away baseball tickets after the break. Have a good weekend. Go Cats. Game continues next. Continuing on a Thursday afternoon. Troy and Dave G. Owen in place. Nick Saban or Punt God? Which one do you want me to bring up first? Uh, Punt God. I haven't heard about that guy in a while. Oh, I've heard about him. <laughs> I saw the news today. That was where I was headed. Because, yeah, I'd rather talk about that. Because I think that most Chiefs fans are going to be going, wait a minute, we snuck what? Huh? Punter Matt Arizo. The former San Diego State punter known as Punt God. Drafted by the Bills... And dropped by the Bills like a hot potato when he when it became known that he was part of a lawsuit filed by a woman who alleged she had been raped by him. Yeah, the Chiefs are are, are signing him. 
I'm just confused because I feel like Tommy Townsend's got a pretty good handle on that job. So I just don't understand it as far as that goes. I mean, I think he's been cleared of everything from the lawsuit, correct? That is correct. You know, not a great look. I'm still confused. Like, you have a punter. And there's no trade value there. Like, you might get a sixth for him, like if you can really put up some good tape. But it's just so... He's a free agent. Yeah. Town, oh, so Townsend's they? a free agent. Oh, Townsend is a free agent. That makes sense. Okay. So maybe they're trying... What are you... They're trying... <laughs> That's them saving right there. Yeah. You wow. talk about where they're going to save money at? It's Tommy Townsend. Yeah, yeah. they're going to cut they're like, Tommy Townsend. Keep that $4 million in our <laughs> pockets for later on. Yeah. 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 You're gonna... that, that's going to be a uh, much different number. Yeah. Do that about 12 more times, and you'll have enough to extend one of the guys that you need yeah, to extend. Yeah, we're on our way, baby. <laughs> you cut four Tommy Townsends, you get one luxurious need. Yes. That doesn't account for Chris Jones. I don't know where no, that money's coming no, from. No, no. So... If you don't know the final outcome on all of this, essentially the woman involved dropped the lawsuit after the San Diego County District Attorney's Office said in December that it would not file criminal charges in the case. And an audio recovery, uh, a recording had been released between uh, prosecutors and the woman in which a deputy DA said she concluded based on a witness statement that Ariza wasn't even at the party at the time that she claimed that the uh, alleged rape had occurred. And he was not visible in any of the videos. So now he's been out of the game for two seasons? Correct. Yeah, two two years. Yep. I think it'd be tough to reclaim where you were at after two years, especially with that kind of, you know, uh, with that going on in your personal life that would take away from... You know, well, anything you did. Now, the um, Jets had had him in for a workout last year, shortly after a campus investigation had found no wrongdoing, but he did not sign. Hmm. The Jets being the Jets, of course. Well, <laughs> probably also felt that, you know, let's be perfectly honest. I mean, at the time, that investigation was still ongoing in terms of the criminal aspect of it. Sure. And so now here are the Chiefs taking advantage of the situation. And helping themselves out in the fact that they need a punter. Probably the most at this point. Most highly touted punting prospect Unbelievable. of my lifetime. Oh, like yeah. the punt guy was not just a nickname. Like, <laughs> oh, that no. guy was doing stuff that you're like, this is crazy. And he's ten years ahead of the curve there. I'm curious to see when the NFL gets to a point. We're trying to do this utility. Guys can do more things. I'm waiting for the day where punters and kickers are just one position. I'm honestly kind of surprised we haven't leaned into that already. I know we have punters holding for kickers now. I'm like, when are we just going to put the backup QB back there? One guy does both jobs. Save yourself $4 million in the long run. I mean, that's the way it used to be. I guarantee you there will be a Shoei Otani of kickers and punters that will eventually (laughs) just – Evolution, it will happen. Ty Zentner is a pretty good example yeah, you of know, somebody he's everything. K-State um, legend, Butler legend. Yeah. <laughs> I went to college with that guy, actually. Right on, Fun right fact. on, right I worked, on. I was filming that football team every day in practice. <laughs> Insider information. Uh, I, I just want to point out, Steve Spagnolo seen drooling today once he learned that this uh, Can you <laughs> no, imagine yeah. what that defense could do? If you're pinning them back every time, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. You're starting inside the 30. Sick. Oh, at sick. best. 
sick. <laughs> Just sick. Oh, my. Oh. And then you turn around and, and then you get this little tweak. Thank you, ESPN. Tim Hasselbeck's best fit for Mike Evans. Chiefs. <laughs> that would wow. be awesome. Imagine that. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Good luck with it. Finding that one, uh, fitting that one under the cap. <laughs> yeah. I was like, best fit. I mean, like, obviously, we're not taking financials into this at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Whatsoever. Oh, my. I, I, I swear, it, it's fantasy football on television all the time. <laughs> I think they were going to defer Mike Evans' contract. That's how they're going to do it. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, there was actually baseball on TV today. Weird. I was watching some I was watching some spring training games. Yeah, so. that's what I was pointing out. There was actually a spring training game on the tube today. Love yeah. that. The shortstop's wearing 99. I love that. The Dodgers only beat the Padres by 14 Whoa. in spring training. And uh, as we go back to the conversation that we had yesterday about uniforms, it those, is those, those white pants are a problem. Bad. <laughs> I saw some pictures today. I'll oh. tell you what, but I wish I didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they look like uh, like the bad white pants that were in the NFL for a while that sweaty big guys were wearing that just. Nope. You, you, Not your yeah. work, no, guys. No, nope, nope, nope. How nope, to nope. instantly lose a wet t-shirt contest. Wear those pants with it. That's disqualified. <laughs> please leave. Please, please get out before please we call the police. Leave. First hour, we talked about EA Sports' new version of NCAA Football 25 coming out. Nick Saban may not be a fan. I'm just pointing this out. Uh, he's, at this point saying that the game itself is not college football. What we have now is not college football, not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student-athlete, that doesn't exist. What, salty. salty. Yeah, you know, I salty. somewhat I see where he's coming from, but it also sounds like the guy that just retired uh-huh. and decided not to do it anymore, you know, so... Nah, you know. I, I understand it is different, and it is like it, we definitely have uh, something new going on. But I just find it funny that a guy that gets paid what did he what was his last check like eleven oh, million geez. bucks? Like you got that based on like the players, you know, like you you coached them, yeah, but the players helped you get that money. I mean, come on, man. Interesting tweet that Adam Schefter sent out. And that is that you are seeing in this NFL offseason more NFL guys filtering down to the NCAA again, filtering down to colleges because you have such things. And, and K-State just made a move on its own staff in terms of a player development slash roster person, someone in charge of tracking roster. And the honest truth is, that's probably smart in a lot of ways for guys. They are in roles in the NFL that they can now parlay over to NCAA in different ways that haven't been utilized in the past. You, uh, I snuck a look over on, on your laptop, 134 FCS football team. Yes. Last I checked, that's more than 32. So... Now you get a chance to cut your teeth in right now. What I would consider even more cutthroat and crazy than a salary capped NFL. If you are the NFL and you're hiring organizationally, 
you go after a guy who's cut his teeth in, in college, like this will be nothing compared to what you've had to put up with, man. I think it's a great thing. I think if you're not making moves every day to better yourself in NIL and get a better hold on your roster as far as in the NIL era, you are way behind. And you, Alabama, they need to catch up. And I think that's what the problem with like Clemson and Alabama is they are so far behind, and they're like, when, when did that happen? It happened like that. Well, it happened like that because, you know, being able to pay under the table isn't the game it's anymore. not the way it works anymore. And, yeah, I, I think that they, they couldn't get ahead of that. And there's some, you know, sour milk, you know, like it just they're sour grapes. I mean, <laughs> sour milk. There's some sour grapes, you know, because they don't have a hold on this. They don't have control of it anymore. People are leaving Alabama. There are players leaving Alabama for NIL deals. That shouldn't happen, but it is. The seven-time national champion said he would prefer player compensation models be handled by universities over NIL collectives, but he would also like to see more commitment from players, i.e. no transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Just like an NFL player has a contract or a coach has a contract, <clears throat> um, oh, Nick, um, yeah, yeah uh, let's let's uh, let let's qualify that second portion of your sentence there. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'll put it in there, but that's fine. Jimbo Fisher can't up and leave in the middle of the night from Florida State to go to Texas A&M. Like, none of these moves can happen. Well, and and that is you have to have commitment on both sides. Nick Saban left the Dolphins during the, the season. season to go to Alabama. I, I mean, that's what is like. It's so hard. To take this guy seriously, it's really tough. And he brings up a very valid point here. I wonder what fans are going to say when they don't even know the team from year to year because there's no development, just bringing in new players every year. Yes, I get that point. I understand that point. Don't compare it to coaches. No. That's weird. Do not compare it to coaches and, and trying to say that, uh, commitment, right? Yeah. That you nope. have to have the same commitment as coaches. That's so. That's not correct. Not contractually. It's definitely not, not. The, the, like the coaches' world. I dare you to go to a Wikipedia on any coordinator and see how it's one one year, one year, one year, one year, one year, one year, one year. Their discographies are nuts. <laughs> They're nuts. The discography. You know? That's great. They're nuts. Them. All right. As we get ready to duck out. And before we start in asking us anything, uh, let's make it caller three. If you can sneak away from the office tomorrow and go watch baseball, we've got four tickets for you to enjoy the home opener tomorrow afternoon as K-State takes on Holy Cross out at Toynton Family Stadium. First pitch is at three tomorrow afternoon at Toynton Family Stadium. So caller number three picks up the four tickets to enjoy the Cats in action at Toynton. All right, hit that music. Maybe. Possibly. There we go. I mean, you know, DG's insistent he's got to have that music to I, be able to ask questions. I gotta have it, baby. Um, So today I learned, we all learned about KFC's new menu item, the pizza. Yes. The pizza on top of chicken. Uh, what is, is there a product that you remember thinking, we've gone too far? Science has just gone too far for me usually it's kfc or yeah. it's taco bell kfc or taco bell are famous for that the 
watch the double decker from KFC, I remember even as a fat guy thinking, that's not healthy for you at all, man. The bowls have kind of been one that I question. Are you someone who doesn't like to mix your food together or oh, are you? No, I'm a, I'm a, it has to be separate. Oh yeah. So the bowl is basically your worst nightmare. Yes. Come true. Yes. Oh. Uh, what was the chicken sandwich that they did that basically was no bun? It was just the chicken itself. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Th- but, those are those are the types of things that I just question. What are you doing? Your scientists were so busy asking if they never asked should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or what is it? Asking if they could. They should have been asking if they should. Oh my God. Best quote ever. What's our who's our winner? We'll send it out that way, my friend Owen. <laughs> uh oh. Sorry, I got a call from Big Steve there. Oh, okay. Now we do have a Darren on the line. He was, you know, unfortunately wasn't our third caller, but he was our first and our second. So I went ahead and put him. Okay, right very on. good. All right, Good. Darren, congratulations. Enjoy the baseball tomorrow. That's right. I appreciate it. Yeah, One you, plus two equals three. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> good man, good man. That's how we'll hey, I enjoy it. you guys. Keep it up. Thanks, Thank brother. You. Appreciate it. All right, we need to get out of here. Let the business be the business. For Owen, Dave G, for Mitch, I'm Troy. We out. We out.